Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. And you can watch us on ESPNU. That's where you will see the face of Peter Burns. I am Amber Wilson. We are filling in for the guys today on KJM. KJM is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. We've been asking for your phone calls. Maybe some NFL fans have some wishes as we head into week 17. And as we head into 2023, we have been asking you, what is your sports wish for the new year? You can give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Amber, earlier you asked me what mine was, and I said for the first round at the Masters this year, I want Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson paired together because I don't know if they're going to make the cut. That'd be awesome for the first two days. And then I want a a live golfer, either Dustin Johnson or Patrick Reed, paired with the PGA golfer, preferably like Justin Thomas and Roy McIlroy. This would love that story. You like line. chaos. I want give me the chaos, right? I'm team content right now. I haven't asked you that. I've been horrible. Like three hours in, and no one's asked the host of this fine radio program today, Amber Wilson. Sports wish would be what? Oh Selfish. no, you did actually very early in the show, Peter Burns. See, this is what happens when you haven't had coffee. That was I three said, hours ago. Like I that said doesn't to even find exist. Out, uh, that Billy Napier is the guy That's for true. my Florida Gators. That's really my big sports wish. I am so tired. Wait, can I pump the brakes on that real quick? Yeah, pump the brakes. Pump Pump them. I just feel like you're you're asking for a wish. You can't have anything. To find out if someone's the guy feels a little bit like not even like I want him to lead us to a title. Just is he the guy? I'm that. that, I feel like you're going to find that out either way. I'm that frustrated by what. No, I guess my wish should be that he is the guy. There you go. That's my wish. That Billy Napier is the guy for my Florida Gators because I just feel like ever since the Urban Meyer era down there in Florida, which we're talking mid 2000s, basically. It has not been a good run here for a program that should be sitting on the top of the SEC and on top of college football, frankly. They got that brand-new, unbelievably beautiful practice facility down there in yeah. Gainesville, Peter Burns. I'm sure you've seen the videos and seen the pictures if you I've haven't seen it, it yet in it. person. Awesome. Oh, Woo, that looks pretty. Uh, recruits should like it, but they have to like Billy Napier first, and that's my wish. One of these days, they'll beat the LSU Tigers. Uh, ask her story about that, my co-host, who had to dress up in her oh, LSU I know. Florida vet Chris, right that's a Gator great, your co-host, I, I will say this. that you're shaming An NFL on national wish, television. A, NFL wish, I want to see Joe Burrow in the, in the, in the Super Bowl once again. Right, I like for for me because I look at this and how many guys have won a Super Bowl and a national championship? They're all named Joe, right? Joe Namath, Joe Montana, and we see Joe Burrow. What a hell of a run that would be! You're for, the, I think the new goat. You're the only person who manages to have SEC bias about the NFL. It's unbelievable, Peter. I'm, it's impressive. It just really, means it's, his, it's more. his world. It is his world. Peter Burns, of course, one of the hosts on SEC Network. <laughs> uh, Chris Doring, there, responsible for the greatest play uh, in Gators history. You're going to need to put. More more respect on your co-host's respect. name. Uh, we're going to put respect on these callers. Triple H, say ESPN. Let's start with Mark in Missouri. Mark, thanks so much for being patient with us. What's your sports wish as we head into the new year? First of all, thank you and good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. morning. My wish for 2023 is to see Michael Irvin on first take in front of Stephen A. Smith. Licking those fingers. Num, 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 num. <laughs> that means that we won the Super Bowl 
and I can get a good laugh at Stephen A. Smith. Mm. Spoken like a true Cowboys fan there. Uh, it's possible this season. I've been pretty high on the Cowboys. I, I, I understand the concerns there. We saw Dak throw multiple interceptions last night in the first half of the game. But it is possible Stephen A. Smith may eat his words at some point. By the way, speaking of first take, tune in Monday when Amber Wilson is on it. Hey. 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 I, you know what? I don't want that to happen if for no other reason. I'd be so disappointed. I don't know what we would talk about on radio. Like, I really don't know. Like, if the Dallas Cowboys actually won this whole thing, like, what? Like, we would lose, like, 19 hours of programming. That's a good like, point out like, of you, actually. Like, if, if the Cowboys win and LeBron's no longer relevant, like, where, where are we going? Yeah, we at, need at them to be good enough to be very relevant, but we don't need them to actually win. Amber, super, like, find I, yourself in an NFC championship game. Fine. But, yeah, you're right. Winning the Super Bowl, that quiets a lot of conversations. It quiets the McCarthy stuff. It quiets the Dak stuff. What would we do with ourselves? I guarantee you there are people right now that if they wanted their sports wish, they hate the Dallas Cowboys so much that they want to get them to probably the NFC Championship game and lose, right? So just enough where you taste it, right? Because as a fan, I, I, I contend this all the time. Sometimes it's even worse to lose in an NFC or ASC championship game because you're always thinking what could have happened in the Super Bowl in the lead up and it would have been so much fun. Like you lose in the Super Bowl, you're like, okay, ugh, I like we're, we almost got there. Hey, we can get there again. Maybe we'll cut through. But like, it's even worse sometimes losing in a championship game because you start your mind starts to wonder of like what could have happened. Yeah, from a content perspective, it would be best for them to make a run in the playoffs but for them not to actually win a Super Bowl. So maybe that's what we should be rooting here for at ESPN. I gave first take the shameless plug there. I'm going to continue with the shameless plugs. Joe and Amber premieres Tuesday, January 3rd. My new show here on ESPN Radio alongside Joe Fortenbaugh, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern every weekday. Kyle is in Washington. I'm sure Kyle will be tuned in to Joe and Amber when he can. Kyle, thanks for joining us. What's your sports wish? Thank you and good morning. Uh, so now that we all know my boy, Mr. Carr is out of Las Vegas, uh, what my wish for 2023 is trade up and take Will Levis. Reason being he's in the SEC with SEC talent. And if you switch him and Bryce Young, he's the number one overall pick with the talent around him. And he's built like a horse. I mean, if I was to relay him to somebody, Josh Allen. Hmm. It's fascinating, Amber, and you talked about a lot. I'm the anchor of the SEC Network, and I've been all on Mark Stoops and the way that he's built that program in Lexington. And yet every single time this year I've been waiting for Will Levis to show me something, and I like Will. We've had him on the show many times. He's a great guy, great follow, and just a genuinely good dude. And I still can't get there with him. Right, I still have so many questions right there. Not as many questions as I have like about Anthony Richardson or some other QBs, but for Levis, I know he meets all that criteria, but I saw the internal clock of not having a good offensive line not work for him, and I'm not sure he needs to go to a spot that isn't rock solid on the O-line, and I necessarily hadn't seen that from the Raiders to believe that's going to be the right spot for him. Yeah, that Raiders O-line is, is bad. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of the big problems there. With the Raiders, uh, Will Levis is interesting to me. I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't think people are quite as high on him as we head into this NFL draft as maybe the expectation was at the beginning of the season. I do think that some of it has to do with just how he looks physically. You heard Kyle there compare him to Josh Allen, uh, but he ain't Josh Allen, at least not what from what we've seen from him in Lexington uh, during his time in college. So we'll see, though. He still will be probably, like, what, the third quarterback off the board? More than likely. You'll probably have Bryce at either 
one or two, then you'll have CJ Stroud, and then after that, then it's kind of a crapshoot. But what is interesting and something to to look in is about how many guys are starting, because of name, image, and likeness, are starting to say, you know what, I'm going to come back for mm-hmm. one more year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Bo Nix. I'm Michael Penix Jr., some great quarterbacks that could leave and say, you know what, I can make – you know, almost a million dollars, or if not more, in in name, image, and likeness. Sooner or later, that's going to flip. I mean, how crazy of a sports wish would this be? If if Alabama looked at it and they said, you know what, Jalen Milrow, we don't know if he's that guy. We don't know if we have the next quarterback. What would what dollar amount would cause Bryce Young to come back? It will. It would year. have to be. I think twenty million. He, twenty he'd, twenty well, million for a season. Thing is, he'd have to be making basically the same in NIL that he'd be making with his first NFL contract. When we're talking about somebody who yeah. is going near the top of the draft, that's a tall ask in terms of NIL money, right? But it is true with these guys. Like, if you're making decent money, and I mean decent decent to the rest of us America is still outrageous, but if you're making decent money with NIL, then you can forego the decent money that you're going to make if you're in one of the later rounds of the draft it's, of that position. It's going to happen. And the first thing that comes to mind is Arch Manning because of the pedigree, because they think he's a pretty good quarterback. Back and I think he'll make a lot of money in name, image, and likeness going to Texas. We're going to get to a point. We've already seen that in the Manning family of out saying, "I'm not going to the Chargers. I'm going to the Giants." Worked out well for Eli. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, it's going to flip with name, image, and likeness to where a big brand quarterback is going to play for a big school. They're going to make so much money that they're going to say, "You know what? Don't draft me." Unless it's this team, or else I'll stay back and go into college. We've seen we that. Always, we always say they're going to do it. Eli's the one who's done it. And by the way, like we're, we were having this conversation about yeah. Joe Burrow. Everybody wanted Burrow to do it. By the way, it's worked out pretty well for the hometown guys staying there. I, I, well, same thing with Trevor Lawrence as well, too. And by the way, how bad do the Jets have to be kicking themselves right now? Like, why the hell did you win two of the last three games a couple of years ago, and you could have had uh, Trevor Lawrence? I mean, like. It pays the tank. So. Well, and now we're saying that about Trevor Lawrence. It took us a long time to get here, but you're right. It was the Urban last Meyer's five fault. Games, it was Urban Meyer's fault. Come on. I guess, but even at the beginning of the season, I'm like, hey, I mean, for you to be a surefire number one overall pick that everybody told me is a can't miss, we were extraordinarily because patient they spent with money Trevor on Lawrence it, Amber. in a they way finally, that we are not normally. They finally gave him Evan Ingram, right? They they finally gave him Christian Kirk. They but finally it took him a while this season to settle into that. With, and I know new system, and obviously we thought Peterson was going to be the guy to unlock him, and he apparently turns out to be. Trevor Lawrence has looked yeah. phenomenal here uh, down the stretch. Patrick is in North Carolina. Patrick, what's your sports wish? Well, y'all, I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, so I don't know that I need to say a whole lot else, but I will since we're here. Um, you know, I've been looking at this team the last couple of years, been excited for what's going on, and uh, I just I, my wish for 23 would be that somebody could come in here and set up shop in Charlotte and, and finally bake this cake. Mm. And I think we keep having we, – we have uh, the right ingredients. Uh, we did 2021. 20, Matt Rule came in off of some incredible seasons there at Baylor, did some awesome things, and – I uh, couldn't seem to put it together then. Sam Darnold got hurt, and then we couldn't figure out our quarterback situation. Uh, then this year we get – I mean, the man's first name is Baker, and I'm thinking, this is it. You know, we're going <laughs> to do it finally. And uh, and uh, and we see what happened again. So um, I, I think that's my that's my wish for my, for my Panthers, is that we could just get somebody to come in here and put all this together. And it doesn't even have to be a, a, a fancy cake, you know, just, just a, 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 a little nice, bun cake. Yeah. Playoff cake, just just put it together and and, and let's see let's see what we can do. Let's let's find our potential. Uh, maybe Baker uh, is showing you that he can get it done, just not in a Panthers uniform in a Rams uniform. Uh, I don't know if Patrick's talking about somebody coming in though as a coach or somebody coming in at that quarterback position because 
I think maybe Sam Darnold just played his way into another shot there in Carolina. Sam Darnold's played well Carolina is a weird – it's almost like a football purgatory right now. I live here in Charlotte. There's very little buzz whatsoever around the, uh, the Carolina Panthers. And I look at this and I go, all right, there's questions about what you're going to do at quarterback. Um, ownership hasn't made itself entirely too friendly with the way that they've handled some of the projects here in the Charlotte uh, area as far as like training facilities and practice facilities and whatnot. And yet – even from a coaching standpoint, like there's a very kind of like, ugh. like I even like the Texans, I can almost sell the Texans right now because of the amount of, of draft picks that they're going to have next year. And you're like, all right, I, this is something I can work with. But like, it, like, for instance, we've been talking so much about Sean Payton and if he's going to return, I can link Sean Payton to a bunch of different teams right now. And a team that probably needs him is a team like the Carolina Panthers. And I, I don't, I don't know what you're selling him right now that says, all right, this is the direction this franchise needs to go. Right, I don't know what you're selling him either, frankly. Uh, I don't know if that – I mean, I don't think that's a destination for a vet like Sean Payton who's going to have his pick. I no. do think any of these, one of 32, right, and they're all going to be destinations. I do think it's interesting what Sam Darnold has done here recently. Like, maybe you can get more out of him if you have the right coach. So far, the interim coach there has seemingly done that. So we'll see what happens there in Carolina. We're mm-hmm. rocking with your phone calls. We appreciate you here on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Give us a call, 888 ESPN. That is where we find Corey in New York. Corey, what is your sports wish for 2023? Hey, Peter. Hey, Amber. What's up? I I got one, definitely, but I have three altogether that I can't make my mind of that I wonder if what one you think might come true. <laughs> Go ahead. I got Michigan winning a championship. I have the Jets getting a legit quarterback. And my third one is the Lakers getting Zach Levine in a trade? Mm. Thank you for thank you for getting me on. Uh, for me, that one's easy. It's Michigan winning a championship, right? Because I don't think the, the Lakers, doable. with their yeah. cap situation, with them not wanting to trade away the first rounders in twenty seven and twenty nine, I don't think they they have a shot in, in heck frankly, Peter, uh, of getting it done. I'm not sure the Lakers are going to be able to get much done as we're a month away from the trade deadline, even though things have gone poorly for that franchise this season. Uh, I I, I think Michigan uh, is obviously a viable contender here. I think they've gotten it together. That defense is phenomenal for Michigan. I think we're about to see that against TCU, whereas with the New York Jets, I mean, the Jets are going to jet, right? Let's be real. The Jets are going to jet. They totally bumbled the Zach Wilson a scenario situation. No. I'm sorry. White isn't your answer either there for the New York Jets. Maybe if like a Derek Carr ends up there, then we can talk. It's Garoppolo just hard to imagine. With, with his relationship to Salah. Like I'm, I'm intrigued, but is that something? I mean, listen, go back and look right now with if, if he ends up being healthy, this defense is set up, right? The oh, yeah. The defense is right the, there. Just, you have to, to have win. someone. Right. right. But I just I'm I just never trust that franchise. That's the problem. I don't trust the organization to find their guy. I think that was the biggest deal when I started t- covering professional sports versus being around collegiate sports all my life. I thought that when you would go to the NFL and professional franchises, you would think everybody would be so buttoned up. Right. Like it's like the best of the best. And then you walk into some of these buildings and you talk to some of the leadership. and You talk to some of the coaches. You're like, this is dysfunctional. And like, and I, and I, I never knew that that was a real thing on the NFL level, and I'm finding out it's much more of that case. It is certainly, uh, certainly some of that, uh, particularly in New York. Uh, Jeff, I think he's in New York in Queens. Jeff, what do you have for us for your sports wish for 23? Uh, real quick, happy and healthy to you and yours. And I'm a Dolphins fan like you, and my sports wish is that this team does not collapse 
mm-hmm. that we actually beat a team that's mediocre, that mm-hmm. doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback or a really good defense, and that Teddy Two Gloves does what he was brought into Miami to do. Thanks, guys, and TGIF. Oh, can I ask a real quick fantasy question, please? Uh, no, you cannot ask a fantasy question here, Jeff, <laughs> but I am going to uh, allow that take for the Miami Dolphins to occur because I do concur. Uh, we should be able to beat a New England Patriots team that doesn't have anything special going on, and there's mm. no reason that you shouldn't be able to beat that team if you are the Miami Dolphins, even with Teddy Bridgewater under center. That's what they need to do to make a postseason. They could still make one if they lose that game with the New York Jets, but things have to fall into place. Basically, it's likely if they win one of these last two, the Dolphins are going to be in the postseason. I'd rather do that against the Patriots. Go ahead and get it out of the way. Take care of business. Easy street then against the Jets. Do you hate fantasy football? I don't Did hate I- fantasy football. I felt, I felt a little like you can absolutely not to the fantasy football. You, well, you feel like that was a little unfair. Here's the thing. There's fantasy segments and there's non-fantasy segments, and I don't think they do much fantasy on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. I do a fantasy miss expert, Peter Burns. I'm no, in one I, league. I There was a point in my life no. where I was in 12 leagues. I am in one league. I have phased fantasy largely out of my life. I, the problem is, is like in all the leagues, and now it, it, it depends on what stage you are in life, right? Like, I, I actually, the first time I ever did radio, I used to have a, a, a show, a nationally syndicated show that was all about fantasy football, and like, I was young, I was single, like, Sunday would be like, boom, I'd sit mm-hmm. on the couch and that's all you're doing, right? Like, you had to make sure you went to a restaurant that had Wi-Fi back in the day when that was a real thing to be like, can I check my scores? I was in like seven different leagues. It's ridiculous. But now when you have kids, you got a five-year-old and a three-year-old, I don't have I don't have the time to do it as much as I'd like to. Plus, everyone that would invite me to it, they have this like random crazy thing that if you get last place in the league, you got to do something absolutely outrageous and I'm done. There's no, I can't do that. I don't have that with my league. There is money on the line in my league. I just, I also used to do fantasy shows, but mid twenties, young, single, different life, different era. And then I used to be in all the leagues, fantasy football, obviously still hugely, hugely popular. It's just Peter Burns and I both have three-year-olds at home. So I guess uh, fantasy expert. Parents just now get off our yard. Yes, and now we sound a very old America. Derek is in Alabama. Derek, what is your sports wish as we head into the new year? Derek, I'm having trouble hearing you. I'm going to have to move on to the next here. Will is in New Jersey. Will, do better than Derek did. What's your sports wish as we head into the new year? My sports wish is to see Michael Irving go on on uh, first take with the Walk of Shame, and 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 to see all the Dallas Cowboy fans, uh, you know, be quiet because they lost in the first round again. Mm. And I just wanted to say too, as long as as long as uh, um, Jimmy Johnson doesn't put Jerry Jones in the Ring of Honor, the Dallas Cowboys will never ever ever. With a championship. You mean Thank J- you Jerry? And Jer- Happy New Year. Yeah, Jerry yeah. putting Jimmy in the ring of honor. Uh, that's interesting. We've gotten those takes. This guy, of course, on the other side of that take, wanting Michael Irving, Peter, to be embarrassed on first take. When you look at it right now, like, what is it that, like, no, what is it you're pulling for? Like, give, give, give me the scenario of right now that what you would want to see. Me because or I, Will? I, well, no, but, but, but you, Amber, because I look at this and I'm like, if that's the case, right? Mike McCarthy, if they bow out in the first round, how much how much is the pressure a real thing? We've talked a little bit today on the show about Ryan Day, him being, uh, you know, not necessarily on the hot seat, but a lot of pressure for Ohio State after they got blown out, um, or after they got blown out to Michigan, and, and what happens against Georgia. 
But how much pressure is on McCarthy right now? Oh, a ton. I mean, I think that there's pressure as we sit here right now today uh, on McCarthy. And I think he knows it. But we have been talking now for years about there being pressure on Mike McCarthy. If he goes into a postseason and makes a run, I think that's the expectation there. I don't know if the Cowboys have to win a Super Bowl. I also wonder if you're a coach like Sean Payton, which I think you only get rid of McCarthy if you're talking about a name like that. Like, do you want to play for Jerry Jones? You know, I mean, yes, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Would you? And they have the relationship. But still, you know, how involved that owner is. Well, I would because it's one of 32 and it's the Dallas Cowboys so Jerry give me a call sure but if I'm Sean Payton it's a different conversation I think when it surrounds the Dallas Cowboys I, I Jerry likes the splash but Jerry also at his core I think likes value right that's why he loves going on these big time names that he can get cheap and hope that they can work out I just don't see him paying for a big ticket item and I don't see Sean Payton if they were to make a move saying I want to I, I want to be there. Like I think Sean Payton's going to look at this and go, "Man, I I got the pick of the litter. I can go a bunch of different spots." He would have Dak Prescott if that played out, but again, I think there's going to be more opportunities for him. Jeff Saturday got a job as a head coach. Maybe Jerry will give me a call. It's possible, right? Anything is possible. Coming up next here on Keyshawn J Will and Max Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys. Will Georgia and Kirby Smart go back to back? That, after Peter has this word from O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows when it's time to replace your wiper blades. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. The professional parts people will help you choose from a wide selection to find just the right wiper blades for your vehicle. They will even install them free of charge. We could all use that. So, See better and drive safer with new wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. 
That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. You're getting an encore here as we roll along on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns hanging out with you all show long, filling in for the guys on this holiday week as we head into a holiday weekend, a big weekend, of course, for college football playoffs. Peter Burns, we are here. We are here. Uh, Excited. Listen, this is what, like, and I can't wait, right? Because obviously these games are going to be fantastic. We'll see that next year. But then now that we know there's going to be an expanded college football playoff, 12-team playoff coming in a couple of years, and we're going to actually have games on campuses, Sign me up for it. Sign me up for it. Sign me up for Mm. all of it. Sign me up for tomorrow also with these college football playoffs. And to talk about those playoffs, let's bring in Roman Harper, SEC Network Analyst. Roman, thanks so much for joining us. I want to mention here, because I haven't gotten to mention it on today's show yet, that it is Tiger Woods' birthday today. It is LeBron James's birthday today mm. as well. So big day in sports. Before we get to college ball with you, if I asked you who would you rather hang out with, Tiger or LeBron, if I made you choose, who would it be? Tiger, easily. Um, I just cut on the Golf Channel, and they're featuring Tiger Woods right now. So clearly it's something about Tiger Day. And that's why I'm probably having the Golf Channel on all day in my room while I'm doing a little bit of work. Uh, it's so funny, Amber. I'm going to tell a quick story about Roma. We had an opportunity to fly with Davis Love the Third, of course, uh, one of the, the the greatest PGA golfers of all time. And I, I played collegiate golf. I'm all in on it. I love it. So I'm sitting there like just geeking out. Here's Davis Love the Third. It's me, him, and Roman. We're all on this plane, and Roman just turns to Davis Love the Third, Amber, and he goes, "So how do you get good at golf?" <laughs> it was I mean, it's such, a fair it, question. It was so basic, and Davis is like, "Huh." And it was it was fascinating the conversation. And like two hours later, I, I wanted to get the lesson for Davis Love and Roman Harper's in like this private airport, like getting swing thoughts uh, from Davis Love. Man, it was, it was mean, highly impressive. Roman, Roman you I, I mean, speaking for billions of people, I think it's a good question, right? Like, how do you get good at that sport? That was a fair question out of you. I think also a fair question. Thank you. Yes, Thank a fair you. question out of Thank you. Don't you. listen to Peter Burns, your colleague here. Uh, also, a fair question uh, is. What does it mean for Kirby Smart if he's able to do it again, back-to-back here at Georgia? What do you think it would mean for Kirby Smart's legacy? Well, I just I think it puts him at an elite class. Uh, it puts him way ahead of schedule. Everybody talked about how great Georgia could be if they had the right coach. And when they fired Mark Rick, Mark Rick had Georgia really good. But they just were not able to get over that hump. You bring in a guy like Kirby Smart, who's taken everything he's learned under Nick Saban and the whole thing at Alabama, took it over to Georgia back home, where the Georgia G, the G, or all the little mantra and the sayings that he talks about, it really truly means more. It would mean so much for this university. And the biggest question for me is, I mean, for them to go back-to-back championships, I would just want to continue to see how this Georgia uh, legacy, or now they are the team, the next dynasty, how do they continue to win once Stetson Bennett leaves, which is crazy to think about because just as the last year, people were concerned that he was even the starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, actually, and they went after Caleb Williams in the transfer portal, didn't land him. And, oh, by the way, Stetson's like, all right, it gives me even more motivation. Uh, Roman, you guys, Tebow, the whole crew, y'all did a great job last night uh, breaking it down with Dari and, and Jordan Rogers about what's happening with um, this game actually on the field. X's and O's, where's one place – that Ohio State might have the advantage over Georgia. Is there something that kind of stands out when you look at film? Well, so when I look at film, I have a different perspective. I look at it one-on-one. I, I, 
And when I watch Georgia, so listening to what Ohio State has said all week long, let me just start there. They have an opinion that their advantage is in the pass game, that their best player in C.J. Stroud, well, they got a really good quarterback in C.J. Stroud. In my opinion, their best player is Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. And so him matching up on the outside, especially uh, with tag team with uh, Ibuka on the other side, their other really good wide receiver. They got Cade Stover at tight end, who C.J. Stroud loves to throw the ball to as well. So they want to throw the football. They're indoors. Weather will not affect them. This is not something that they're used to doing. This is going to be the first indoor game that this Ohio State team has played all year long. They want to make this attract me. They want to play fast. They're going to play up-tempo, and they want to throw the football. That is where Ohio State is telling us that they feel like they have an advantage just by the words in which they speak all week long during the media availabilities. Georgia, when I watch them, I think their secondary, their back seven is the best part of their defense. So Mm. how does this really go up and how this matchup play out? Knowing that when we saw Georgia matchup versus Tennessee, it was lockdown defense, and they dominated those guys from the point of from the point of the game to to finish. And also LSU has dynamic receivers like Ohio State. We saw LSU get some big yards in the second half of the game. This game kind of like kind of got out of whack. Second backup quarterback. I think Georgia is going to be able to handle these guys once when it for me in my eyes when I see the matchups, mm-hmm. I like Georgia with the advantage. Yeah, going into a place that's an hour and a half from Athens never feels like an advantage to me. Roman Harper, SEC Network Analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. His colleague, Peter Burns, filling in for the guys alongside me, Amber Wilson. Uh, what is the toughest matchup for Georgia? Is it this one against Ohio State, or would it be a TCU or a Michigan in the national championship? Who do you th- think provides the toughest matchup from an X's and O's perspective? It's just so weird. So Ohio State has this explosive offense, and they are able to threaten you with wide receivers on both sides. They got the quarterback. They got all the the talent is all over Ohio State's roster. So talent-wise, you you think Ohio State matches up. Second-best talented team or most talented team outside of Georgia is Michigan. Michigan's been the second-best team in the country all year long. It took me a while to believe it, but the more and more games I've watched, I truly believe it. Michigan's a super physical team. They have caught up and they've closed that gap as far as talented. They got a good quarterback that can be that can run around and actually it can throw the ball all over the ballpark in JJ McCarthy. He's not perfect, but he is really, really talented and really good and does really good things with them. Also the backup running back Donovan Edwards is a home run hitter. I love him as, as a ability as well. And TCU's a team that just won't go away. Yeah. So as much as anybody wants to knock them or would say they maybe not deserve this. All they've done is win all their games all year long, and you can't punish them for losing a close win to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship. So that's my order. Ohio State's going to really challenge them. I'm looking forward to it, but I think Michigan is the best team in the country outside of Georgia. So I'm looking forward to those two possibly having a matchup if Michigan can knock off uh, TCU because TCU's the team. you got to knock them out because they stay around for four quarters, and we have seen how many comebacks they've had in second, second halves. All year long. Roman, you know something about championships, of course, Super Bowl champion. You did that under the um, head coach, Sean Payton. You and I were texting earlier this week because I was wondering, hey, Sean Payton, I know what he is when you got Drew Brees at quarterback, but I don't know what it's like to yeah. play under Sean Payton. What What's your experience, and is it a no-brainer that he's a guy that could lead a franchise back to relevance uh, coming up? Um. Sean is such a player's coach. I think he learned that. When we first got together in 2006, you know, as part of his first draft class, I wouldn't say he was a great player's coach. He had to try and, like, you know, build a foundation. He wanted to be 
way more hardcore on guys. And, you know, being the Bill Parcells protege that he had always dreamed of being, where, you know, Parcells, the big tuna, has this big personality. He's tough on guys. And then when you become one of his guys, you're his guy. And, and that's kind of where Sean developed into, where now Sean was able to build this program up. We were able to win a championship. We had so many great teams. He, Drew Brees, all these good players. And, um, and all of a sudden now, Sean gets it. He's dancing in the locker room. I want speakers in the, in the locker room after winning games because that's what the players want. Mm-hmm. He didn't like music at first in the locker room. So he was always only in your headphones. Now all of a sudden you got it blasting before the game, before practice. And so you kind of get and you're able to grow along as your locker room turns over and they get younger. You got to be able to vibe with those guys and be able to, you got to, the, the players in that locker room, they'll follow you and allow you to lead them. But you've got to be on their level and kind of vibe with them and say, what's pulling their strings and how can I motivate these young guys? Sean does a great job of that. And, I mean, I've seen him bring cash in the locker room. And, and so when it's like, all right, well, here's $20,000, guys. That's what a one playoff check looks like. And then uh, brings in a bag of, like, here's 200 some thousand dollars because that's how much money you'll win if you win a Super Bowl. So which one you want? Like, these are the stories that I get from Sean Payton. So he's a different motivator. I love this guy to death. And uh, he loves having fun, and he just really just gets it from where his team is at. Was it your cash, Roman? I, 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 see, I see your suits, man. You, no, you got I, that I kind didn't of put in on that, PB. I, I mean, I got it, but I didn't put in on that, no. <laughs> uh, there will be a lot of teams trying to vibe with Sean Payton this offseason and utilizing his services. Roman Harper, SEC Network Analyst. Roman, I'm sorry you had to hang out even longer with Peter Burns than sorry, you already man. do on the daily, but thanks for stopping by. It's all good. I'm looking forward to see who Sean's going to be with, too. But somebody's going to have to give us some draft capital. So it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. who has it, who's that hungry. And it's going to be some question marks out there. And Sean only wants to go to certain places. This is not like I'm just wide open, like you can just hire me because you got the money. That ain't it. Real quick, would he go back to New Orleans? And, and that way you don't obviously know draft capital if they make a move with Dennis Allen and bring Tom Brady. you think that there's actually some, some rumors of that? I mean, it is rumors to that. I don't know how honest it is. Uh, you know, Tom's older. It, it's a lot. That is a lot of moving pieces. And, you know, bringing in Dennis Allen, does, does Sean all of a sudden come right back? So then what do you do with D.A. and his staff? It's just weird. That It's, it's that, a lot of moving pieces. That, Those are all just rumors to yeah, me. Yeah, that feels like too strange of a situation. Also, I don't yeah, know if Brady wants to find himself in New Orleans, <laughs> but we'll see. Roman Harper, thanks so much. We appreciate you. Tune in tomorrow. For the college football semifinals, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl, and the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, coverage begins at 11.30 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Coming up next here on KJM, Amber Wilson and Peter Burns. We've been filling in for the guys all day long. The East ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge rolls along. We the normal hosts, we they're not here. So We're no saving pressure. Them. We're saving them. Peter Burns, we take over the helm next. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. Those guys aren't here, Peter. They're stuck with us. And whatever we pick here, their hopes and dreams, mm-hmm. they ride on the NFL picks of Amber Wilson and Peter Burns. Where are they at? Like, give me, so, give me, the, give me the standings right now. Apparently, like how, how much is They've got is a winning record, these guys. A little surprised okay. to see it. Uh, 25... 21 how, and 2 is the record. You? They sit at third in the standings. Okay. Greeny is sitting atop the standings at 28, 18 and 2. Freddie and Fitzsimmons okay. just below Greeny at 27, 19 and 2. And then you have Ooh. KJM at 25, 21 and 2. That's followed by Canty and Carlin. Uh, the show that will be known as Joe and Amber, by the way, starting January 3rd, 7 to 9 Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, Terrible Monday through job. Friday. Tune into that. 21 and 25, terrible job. That was a terrible job. That was not up to me. That was up to the old Spain and Fitz uh, time slot there. And Barton Hahn sitting at the end of the standings. Nope, 7 and 9. That's Who's who's 7 and 9 now? What show is that? Oh, that would be Joe and Amber. And what time? That would be from 7 to 9 Eastern every evening right here on ESPN Radio. Tune in. We're going to do better in next year's Pick'em Challenge. Sure seems like you guys did a terrible job this year. That was not us. 21 and 25. That was not us. Costly. That was the show previously in that time slot. That was not up. Uh, KJM, though, right now, uh, right in the middle of the pack. But it's all about to change because they're going to catapult up the standings as Peter Burns and I make these picks. Let's start, Peter, with the Jets at the Seahawks. The Jets, two-point favorites in this game. Where do you want to go with this one? Gut feeling, though, I feel like I want to take the Jets if for no other reason. Like, I want to see the storyline of Mike White getting back. Remember Elijah Moore and those guys so excited. And he, what, he searched for, like, 42 different doctors, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, he did ask, until like, he found the Dr. one Quinn that cleared him. Woman that actually said, okay, now, Mike, you're healthy enough to go out. And that and gives play. you confidence, huh? That's I, instilling I, confidence in it, you? Honestly, in a weird way, it does because it's like, hey, listen, I'm banged up, but I want to play. Like, I want to have an opportunity to go. I still believe in that defense. I don't necessarily 
necessarily believe in Seattle. I know that game's over there, but still, give me the Jets, 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 Jets minus a two and a half. Are you good with that? Can we can we roll with that one? I guess. I see. I feel the opposite that you feel because I'm a little <sighs> concerned that Mike White had to search for these doctors until he found one that cleared him. Obviously, he's doing that because nope, yes, he nope. wants to play. He's still playing for nope. a job. Let's be real. We are as taking much the Jets, Jets fans. We are taking the decided. Jets. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm, I want to feel the, the pain of being a Jets fan. I want to feel the pain of being a Jets fan if they lose. Like, I don't have that kind of empty pit in my stomach about uh, about being a Jets fan. I want to feel what it's like. Give me the Jets minus two. I'm, I'm riding with the sand ba- the sand, uh, the sand sad bandwagon. But you're <laughs> saying they're not going to lose. <laughs> okay, it. so, I, you know, I, as a Dolphins fan, I desperately <laughs> want the Jets to lose, of course. Uh, I do think the Seahawks have been trending the wrong direction. I'm not one who believes that Mike White is the answer in New York, but fine. We'll roll with do him this week karma. for KJM. Do the reverse You pick the Jets, and then th- that way you hedge your, your yeah, emotional but- bets. Like, if they win... You help win the Pick'em Challenge, yeah. and if they lose, then you can smile. And then problem you can you is, can jump off the sandwagon. The sandwagon. The problem is the only you know one of the only things in life I love more than the Miami Dolphins is being right. I mean, that it's like true. it's literally like it's like my son, and then like a, like a notch below my family. Like oh, I would totally right take me being right over my kids. Being right. Well, yeah, I, I honestly, it's fair. It's reasonable. Uh, it's take fair. out of you, uh, Amber Wilson and Peter Burns here. <laughs> we are picking for Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. They are stuck with our picks. For the Pick'em Challenge this week, let's move on, Peter, to the Panthers at the Bucks. The Bucks three-point favorites, according to our friends at Caesars. Well, Panthers have been running the ball extremely well, but there's just something about Tom Brady that I can't get over. So, at home, I'm leaning towards the Bucks. you got a gut feeling either way on this one? Amy? Oh, yeah. To me, this is easy. This is the Bucks Because we're talking about the division Jeez. on the line. And right. I understand Tom Brady hasn't looked like the Tom Brady that we're used to. I think that Bucks team has – major problems beyond Tom Brady. And frankly, I don't know about Todd Bowles as a first-year head coach. I feel like he's gotten a little bit of a pass for whatever reason this season that we haven't afforded others. That Bucks team has problems. That's not saying much. That division is trash, though. They're still sitting atop that division. The division is on the line also for the Panthers as well, vying to make a postseason here. But when it's Tom Brady, his back's against the wall, everything's on the line. I ain't picking against the greatest to ever do it. All right, with that being said, he loses that game. And they don't make the playoffs. Playoffs. Is that the last game we see of Tom Brady? I mean, what, handicap this for me. What do you think? You know, it's interesting because everybody seems to assume that, like, he'll move on from Tampa if he keeps playing. And I don't even know if I frankly believe that because, again, I feel like Tom Brady within that division, like, there's mm. a benefit of being there that you're really seeing him have this season. If I'm Tom Brady, I'm retiring and about to go make, you know, 100 milli plus uh, doing what we do here. But I ain't Tom Brady. That dude's built different, Peter. The fact that he even still wants to be playing that game at 45 years old, I'm not sure any of us can predict what's inside his uh, head. Also, he lost a bajillion dollars in the FTX uh, cryptocurrency thing. So maybe he actually has to work, like, to keep the lights on. Maybe, I don't think know. that that's actually true at all, <laughs> or even how that works a little bit. Uh, but I know how it works with Tom Brady. Uh, he's the greatest. I'm not going to count him out okay. in the biggest moments. They have to win this game. And so I will take the Bucks minus three. Are you good with that? I'm fine with that, yeah. You, right. I, you went with me on the Jets. We'll go with you in the Bucks. All right, so let's do uh, uh, one more here. Uh, Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, we are helping those guys out, helping their record out in the Pick'em Challenge. Vikings at Packers. The Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites at this game. Obviously, it is Green Bay. It is the month of December, Mm -hmm. but the Vikings have 12 wins. The Packers only have seven of those. Yeah, but Vegas knows, right? And the fact that Green Bay is favored against a 12-win team right now just is kind of shocking to me. And here's the deal. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is due. 
Okay, I feel like that over the last four or five weeks, even though they've been playing a lot better, he hasn't been playing. It's actually been the defense that's been carrying Green Bay. So I think that flips. Now, mind you, I would like to see Kirk Cousins in Minnesota win this game. I still think I'm leaning towards the Packers. See, we're going to disagree on this one, so we're going to have to find a resolution because I'm Pat, not going to count Pat. out the Minnesota Vikings. I have done it all season long. They have proved me wrong time and time and time and time again, right? All Kirk Cousins does is go out there and win. He's been far better than Aaron Rodgers this season, yep. this season in a vacuum. Pull all the numbers. Everyone freaks out when I say that. Pull the passing yards. Pull the touchdowns. Pull the interceptions. Pull all of it. The QBR. Pull it all, and it is advantage Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers He's beat him three this times season. in a row. Here's the problem. For also, yes, Green Bay, they're turning the right direction. Aaron maybe has gotten some chemistry here with the receivers. Christian Watson might not be available to him because mm. he suffered that hip injury against the Dolphins, and you mentioned that Packers D, Peter. Oh, yeah. by the way, that's the same Packers D that allowed the Dolphins to put up 20 against them in the first half of that game. I don't believe in this Green Bay Packers team at all. I think we're overrating them because of Pat, three wins. Pat, you're, well, the, you're the guy. I picked the Packers, but I was overruled by the room, so we're going with the Vikings I plus like three. Let's go! Let's go. Now I'm watch. It's it's not going to go well for us. And if we do bad, <sighs> KJM is invading Joe and Amber this week. That's you know that's fine. Bring it again, Joe and Amber premiering January third. Seven. Thanks, Pat. Uh, seven to nine Eastern every day, right here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.